Hey, I want to thank uh, so many of you who responded two weeks ago when uh, the whole city was flooded and we were having some issues up here. I sent out a text message and before I knew it, we had 20 some odd people up here. We asked for people to bring fans up here and within about 10 minutes, we had more fans that we knew what to do with. And so I want to thank you for so many of you that responded so quickly. By the way, if, if you're still missing your fan, more than likely it's in my office. So go get it. You've got about a week. I've been noticing Donnie's kind of got his eye on those fans. And uh, so you may want to go get those uh, while you still have the chance. But no, thank you for doing that. You know, I tell you what, in so many different ways, uh, your faithfulness as a church just is seen by so many different times. And whether it's with uh, coming up here that weekend to help us clean up, or whether it's uh, your continued faithfulness and your giving, or whether it's just your serving around here, it, it is genuinely a blessing. And I want to thank you just uh, for everything that you do. Uh, this morning, we're going to be spending some time in a passage in Philippians chapter 4. So get your Bibles and your outline, and we're going to be spending some time there. If you don't have a copy of the Bible, these guys in the back would love to give you a copy of that, and we're going to be looking at how to find peace when life hurts. Let's pray together. Dear God, Lord, we want to come before you this morning, Lord, and just thank you and just praise you most of all because, Lord, you are an awesome God. You are unbelievable, and Lord, just if we will spend some time just pondering, meditating on who you are, Lord, we're just amazed at how holy you are and how weak we are. And, Lord, how much we need you in our lives constantly. And so, Lord, this morning, uh, we're just going to open up your word. And, Lord, we need your help. We need a message, Lord, from your words here in Scripture. Lord, just in dealing with difficult times. And, Lord, we just ask you to penetrate our hearts, just penetrate our minds. And, Lord, just teach us this morning in Jesus' name. Uh, This morning, we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. And, you know, we've all got our favorite Bible verses, and I've got a number of them, but I've got to say that this passage for a long time has been one of my favorites. And uh, if you know me, you've probably heard me quote this verse before. And uh, so many times in life, we're looking for some type of prescription. You know, a couple of weeks ago, strep throat went through our household. Kim got it, and then she passed it on to me. And then the next thing you know, I'm in the doctor's office, and the doctor's writing me out a prescription for this thing, this, uh, this uh, amoxicillin or whatever it is that's, that's going to help me, this prescription. A lot of times in life, we're looking for some type of prescription. And in a lot of different ways, I have looked at this passage in Philippians chapter 4 as a special type of prescription to help us in the midst of difficult times. And so we're going to be looking at how do we find peace When life hurts, a lot of times we face a lot of challenges in life, and life begins to hurt. Life begins to get very difficult. And uh, if you think about it, a lot of times we tend to ask the question, why, God? Lord, why is this happening to me? Why am I, why are you letting me go through this, God? Why are you making me face this? Maybe it's, have you ever gotten one of those bills in the mail, and you're thinking, I ain't got the money to pay this. I don't know what I'm going to do. Or maybe there's a certain... Maybe a diagnosis that you get at the doctor's office and you think, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Or maybe it's a relational issue that you're going through. Maybe in your marriage or a relationship with your children, something like that. And we're left a lot of times thinking, Lord, I don't know what to do. Or why is this happening to me? A lot of times 
you, you look at the world and you listen to maybe some of your friends, the people that you work with, people that aren't Christians, and so many times they ask the question, why? When people are asked today, why are you not a believer in God? You know what the, most number, the number one response is to that, to why, why people are not believers in God? It's why would God allow bad things to happen to good people? And because God does allow bad things to happen to good people, whatever good is, <laughs> you know, none of us are really good, a lot of people question God. And we as Christians, we do the same thing sometimes, don't we? As soon as we hit a bump in the road, life we may be on the highway of life, and all of a sudden life comes to a screeching halt because of some type of issue that we're facing. And we ask this question, why me, God? Why me? And a lot of times, have you noticed, we don't get an answer to the question. We don't get an answer. And you look at scripts, sometimes you may, sometimes we don't. And even though we ask this question, why, you look at the scripture and a lot of times God doesn't tell us why we're going through something, but God tells us how to go through something. So I want to challenge, I, I, I tell you, I've been studying this all week and God's been working on me big time this week. I'm probably the last person that ought to be standing up here today preaching on this because God's been all over me this week on this. But I want to I challenge you today as you face difficulties because we all face them. We all face difficulties to maybe not be so concerned about getting an answer to the question, why me, oh God, but Lord, how? Lord, how am I to face this challenge? This challenge that I'm facing may not go away, may not get any better, but Lord, I need to know how you want me to face this. And we're going to be looking at a passage of Scripture this morning, and it's all about how we face challenges in life. So I ask you to just really, you, you'll forget what I have to say this morning. Don't forget what Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 through 7 says. I hope that you will cling to this. I, in fact, I want to challenge you to do this. Take this verse of Scripture down. Later on this week, just write it down. Put it in your pocket. If you're going through a struggle right now in your life, put it in your pocket. Begin to memorize it. May not be able to memorize it verbatim, but just a little bit, because there are some keys in this passage of how to face the difficulties, the trials in life. And man, we desperately need that. I know I do. So let's look at let's look at Philippians chapter four. I'm gonna begin reading in chapter four, verse one. It starts out, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and crown. And he says, So stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. I urge Judea and I urge Sinchi, live in harmony in the Lord. Indeed, true comrade, I ask you also to help these women who have shared my struggle in the cause of the gospel, together with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your forbearing spirit be known to all men, for the Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I can't tell you how many times when I've had people come to me and say, John, I'm really struggling with something. And they'll just kind of unload their burdens. And I'm sitting there listening, and I'm, I'm thinking, man, this is really a difficult time you're going through. And this passage all of a sudden comes to my mind, and I'll just write it down, and I'll hand it to that person. And just say, look, I want you to begin praying this passage of Scripture. You know, so many times in life, we, in Christianity, we talk about application. How there are certain principles in Scripture that God wants us to read and He wants us to apply it in our life. And you look several times in Scripture, it talks, 
particularly in Revelation, it talks about blessed is the person who reads the words of this prophecy and heeds it and puts it into action. And so there's this principle that we need to be reading Scripture, and then we need to say, God, I need to be changed, and will you just live this out in my life to where my actions start to change? And, and, and hopefully that's going on in your life as you mature in Christ. The other thing that a lot of times we don't think about is our mind. God has to change our mind. He has to change the things that we think about. And one of the powerful ways to begin doing that is by memorizing Scripture. You take this passage, and I promise you, carry it around in your pocket for a couple of weeks. And maybe, maybe you don't have to pull it out of your pocket to read it. But maybe after a while, just every time you put your hand in your pocket, you'll remember Philippians chapter 4, and God will bring it to your memory when you need it most. There is a power in the Scripture when we memorize it, and God uses it in our life when we need it the most because we're so forgetful. We're so forgetful. And this passage just speaks so much about this. I want you to look at the first thing on our outline. It's in Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. Paul says, and, and I want you to notice on these, that all of these are actions. There's certain things, when we face difficulties, there's certain things that the writer of Philippians, that Paul tells us, I want you to remember this. And the first thing he says, he says, stand firm in the Lord. And you know what? Every time I look at this passage, I'm thinking, but I'm not firm. I'm not strong, God. I'm weak, especially in the midst of trials. I don't know about you, but when a difficult trial comes into my life, I feel like jello. I don't feel very firm. I don't feel rock solid. I feel very weak. And God wants us to trust Him. That first thing on your outline is as simple as trusting God. And it says when all else fails to help, your circum to help you in your circumstances, well, guess what? Everything else will fail. And so you just mark a line through that. We need to remember to trust God to help you in your circumstances because everything else will fail. And so many times in life when we face a bump in the road, we'll go after something else to make us feel better. Maybe it's an addiction. Some of us, some people may want to, to get drunk or to get high because it makes them feel better. And then after a while, you realize, you know what, that's not going to cut it. That is not getting me through this difficulty. And sometimes in life, am I right? Trusting God is not always easy. God, I, this is difficult. I'm going through this difficult trial in my life, and I know I'm supposed to trust you. And Lord, I think you do. I think I do. I think I trust you. But God, this is hard. This is really difficult. Sometimes trusting God is very difficult, but you know it's all we got, and really He's all that we need. And the reality is, is if you're going through a trial in your life and you are trusting God, you are standing firm because He's holding you up. You know, I remember growing up, and I remember, you ever seen, walked into somebody's house and they've got that little painting, the, the footsteps in the sand? I think we've all heard that story about Lord, why is it sometimes in my life, you know, I was following you and there was two sets of footsteps, but then as I look back, there's also times where I must have been by myself and, and Jesus says, no, you weren't, I was carrying you. When we're standing firm with God, it's when we realize that He is bigger than our problems. And that is the, that's the most important thing, is realizing, is God bigger than our problems? And the truth is, yes, He is. He can handle anything. And if He can handle anything, if God is all-powerful, then most certainly he can handle the issues that we face, whether they're financial issues because we face those, whether they're relational issues, whether they're health issues. And I know there's a number of you in here today that are facing health issues. And the biggest thing that we need to do is to realize that our entire life 
is in God's hands. You remember that song that we used to sing, little kids? He's got the whole world in his hands. We need to sing that, Peter. We need to be singing that song because the little kids sing that. But we need to remember that because a lot of times we want to try to fix our problems. We want to think that I'm Mr. Tough Guy. I can handle it. I don't need God. And we realize that we're not tough. We're weak. We are like jello, and we need to place ourselves, our lives, and our problems into the, in the hands of the one that can handle it. And it is so important. You know, the picture here, it says, standing firm in the Lord. You remember, maybe it was last night or last weekend or the weekend before last when we had all that rain and we had all the wind. And did you see those trees just swaying in the wind? And some of them got knocked over. And the picture is, we as Christians, our strength is in God, and God's not going to let us snap. He's not going to let us give up. He's going to be with us. And every time I look at this passage, it reminds me, there's a, a tree in my mom's backyard, and I think that tree is about... 55 years old. And uh, the reason I know that is because my mom tells this story of when my brother was a little fella that this tree was about as big around as my finger. And my brother went up to it and karate chopped it, snapped it in half, and my mom went over there, took a Band-Aid, and put a Band-Aid around this tree. 